Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, clanging metal in my back seat. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, so I'm driving down the road. And when I drive straight, there is no problems. But when I turn right or I turn left with any sort of intensity, there is a clanging in my back seat. Like an annoying clang. At first it's not annoying, but it gets more annoying every turn that I take with the clanging and the clanging and the clanging and the clanging and the clanging in my back fucking seat. What is this clanging that I speak of? Well, after our event, we have these big giant flip charts and inside my hotel room, I had one that I was using to draw notes and take care of during uh, Warrior Con 3. But I packed it up, it was in my room, and I put it in the back of my G-Wagon, and it's this big metal collapsing down uh, board, like writing board, you put paper and like flip chart. But it's like double wide, so it's like a big one. It's like one that I searched for for years. Like I actually had to find a company in Europe that made them because I'd go to these events and speakers would be using these cool-ass big flip charts and I would come to use the cool-ass big flip chart except for I didn't have one. So I ended up finally buying one and it cost a shitload of money and got shipped here from Europe and I got two of them. So I had one of those in my room and I put it in my G-Wagon in the back and it was fine because it was underneath a suitcase and a bunch of other gear. But I pulled all that stuff out. I left the flip chart in the back seat because I was going to take it to the office and give it to my teams to put back in storage. Well, it's still in my back of my car in the trunk area. It's not sitting in uh, storage and it is sliding around like crazy. Like I take a left and it slides and slams into the right. Then I take a right and it slides and slams into the left. The same thing has happened with any items I put in the back. I've had like dolls back there, footballs back there, soccer balls back there, skateboards back there. And when it's not locked down, it does the same thing. It clanks. Now, in the first couple times, it's not a big deal, but then it becomes annoying as fuck. And as I'm sitting here listening to this thing clanging back and forth, I'm getting more and more and more irritated. Like each clanging, I'm like, you fucker, stop clanging. And then it does it again. I'm like, you motherfucker, are you kidding me right now? And then I get irritated again. And then I'm like, oh my God, stop the fucking clanging. And then I have this moment. Here it comes. This moment where I realize that the clanging is my fault. I just heard it again. It just clanged when I hit the brakes at this light. The clanging is my fault. Who put that in the back seat? Did you just hear that clanging? Who put that in the back seat? I did. Did anyone else put it there? No. Technical guy didn't actually put it there. The valet put it there, but nonetheless, I commanded that it be put there. So when they put it there, I was responsible for the clanging. And here's the good part. Because I'm responsible for the clanging in the backseat of my car, the only person I get to be annoyed at is myself. Why didn't I take it out of the car when I was at the office yesterday? Why didn't I take it out of my car and put it in the office two days ago? Why do I continue to let it sit in the back seat? Why, after two days of clanging, do I continue not do anything about it? Except for getting more and more irritated about the fact that it's clanging in the back seat. This, unfortunately, is how most people operate in life. The principle is this. If there's clanging in the background of your life, clean it up. If there's clanging in the back seat of your life, clean it up. 
If there's clanging in the backseat of your life, clean it up. It's a very simple principle. If there's clanging in your backseat, clean it up. Right? There's nobody in your world to blame for this. I, I can't blame the company that made the flip chart. I can't blame my teams and assistants. I can't blame the president of the United States. I can't blame the prime minister of some other country. I can't blame my wife. I can't blame my children. And the reality is I could blame everyone. But it's all bullshit. Like the minute I start blaming all the rest of them, it's all bullshit. Like complete and utter fucking bullshit. And this kind of bullshit strategy... This idea that I can actually pull this kind of bullshit off is the fucking problem that most individuals have today, which is they have clanging in their backseat that they created, but they're unwilling to clean it up. So my question for you is this, where in your world across body being balanced in business, do you currently hear clanging? Clanging is going on, but you are not cleaning it up. Where is it? The second question is this, what would need to happen today for the clinging to go away? My friends, this is all I got for you. This is Gary J. White signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so uh, I am sitting here inside of a conversation contigo. contigo. Yes, I just said that in Spanish, and I said I'm going to have a conversation with you. What? Well, what was our parable for the day? Well, I had a sign sitting in the back of my G-Wagon that was clanging all around. Clangity, 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 clangity. Smack, smack, smack. Tons of metal. This, this, uh, this actual flip chart I had sitting in the back, uh, funny enough, was a flip chart that I tried to find all over the place. Could never find one, could never find one, could never find one, could never find one. And then finally, finally, the glorious moment appears and I find one in Europe. It's actually in London. Some company there made them and they shipped them to me. I think they're called King Boards or something like this. But anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today outside of the fact that it was part of the parable and that was what was clanging in the back seat. And the principle was, if there's clanging in the background of your life, clean it up. If there's clanging in the back of your life, clean it up. If there is clanging in the back of your life, background of your life, clean it up. Now, we're going to jump back into the core. Oh, my friend, we're back into core four. Isn't that amazing? We've made it all the way through the code in the stack again. We did it. We made it through foundation. We made it through the code. We made it through the stack. And here we are. Now, we're heading into core and the core four game. We're going to start the overview. We're going to be on page 236. We're in chapter 17, the overview of core four. And uh, we're going to link this up to, well, we're going to link this up to our principle today. If there's clinging the backseat of your life, clean it up. And then the quote of the day from me, which is, I'm responsible for the clanging in my life. And that means that I'm also responsible to clean that shit up. We're going to actually quote a man who changed my entire world with ultra running, a man by the name of Dean Carnassi in a book called Ultra Marathon Man. And uh, the book or the quote by him goes the following. Struggling and suffering are the essence of a life worth living. 
If you're not pushing yourself beyond the comfort zone, if you're not demanding more from yourself, expanding and learning as you go, you're choosing a numb existence. You're denying yourself an extraordinary trip. Dean Carnassi, excerpt from the Ultramarathon Man, Confessions of an All-Runner. I will recommend that book till the day the cows come home. There's another book I'll recommend too. It's called You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Both of these guys are like my ultra heroes. They're like my ultramarathon heroes. Love these guys and who they are and their message. Now, we're going to take that conversation, clinging in my backseat. We're going to take that principle. We're going to take this Dean Carnassi game of struggling and suffering. And we've done this by getting to the truth, right? It's a struggle and it's a process to tell the fucking truth. It just is. It is a struggle and it is a process to tell the fucking truth. And when we tell the fucking truth and we go through that struggle and process, it makes life worth living. But also part of that is being willing to look at your life from a comprehensive nature. To be able to look at your life from the following place, which is body, being, balance, and business. Have it all, core four. Body, being, balance, and business. The have it all lifestyle. We're going to do this and we're going to talk about this inside of this chapter. So we're going to start in verse number three on page 237. Discovery from a life not working. Well, it happened different than you might think. It wasn't that I woke up one day and thought, you know what? I should have it all. It would make a lot of sense if my body being balanced in business were all on the same page. Five, this never entered my reality at all. Like most great discoveries, it came because of a life that wasn't working. It came because of a game that was not playing out the way I desired. It came because of a world and a life and an experience of life that was not functioning at a level I would say was even enjoyable. And that was the reality of what was going on with the clanging in my back fucking seat. This thing's clanging around, clanging around, clanging around. I'm not desiring this clanging. Clangity, 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 clangity. Not part of my repertoire of thank you very much. It was more like fuck you very much. I wanted nothing to do with it. Stop your goddamn clanging. I don't want to hear any of your clanging in the back of my seat. So I was in this process then of uncovering the fact that I was responsible for the clanging in my back seat. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I didn't want to accept this. I didn't want to accept this. This was not popular. This did not make me excited. I was not like fucking pumped about this. Hey, you know what I'm fucking pumped about? What's that, Garrett? What are you pumped about? Well, I'm really pumped about this idea of, uh, you know, having to be fucking responsible for my life. That was not exciting. I, I, I didn't want to do that. I didn't even, the funny part is I didn't even know that I should be responsible. And on the flip side of this, I had no concept that I should actually be living any type of lifestyle that was about creating for me this have-it-all experience. I didn't know anyone who did this. No clue, no way. We're going to head back into the book. Verse 6, I found myself more often than not not stuck in this one- and two-dimensional game of living. From the time I was young, I'd been taught as a man that my sole purpose in life was to make money. I was to go hunt and figure out how to produce a living for my children and my family. How do I, quote, be a man, close quote, and go about making the dash Society said that I needed to put my dollars in the bank account so I could provide for my family, put my children through college, and then at some point, way off down the road, I could spend time with my family. That was how I, w- I could support them. Seven. Then I thought, okay, my body is fit. I tend to be a little better at business. Having been an athlete through high school, college, and professionally, I've done a whole array of experience and events in all kinds of different sports and industries. This entire game made sense for body and business. So I was getting these two, but they were only two. They were the only two I was getting. They were measurable. Eight, I assumed that somehow marriage and my spiritual purpose would just fall into play. But what I didn't get was that they weren't as easily to measure. They rose and fell based upon my ability to fill up and align with these other core areas of life. Okay, we're going to freestyle this shit. We're going sideline. Going sideline. So here we're going to come back to our principle of the day, which is what? If there's clinging in the back, clanging, excuse me, not cleaning. If there's clanging in the background of your life, clean it up. 
So look at what we just discussed here in the overview core form. Okay, like, like let's break this shit down for a minute. Body. Okay, super, super, super simple for us to create a distinction of, yes, body is working. Okay, it's easy. We're like, well, look at our bodies. We stand butt-ass naked in front, of our, in front of a mirror coming out of the shower. It's fairly easy to assess whether or not we're on fire. We're like, are we on fire here? Are we good to go? Are we not good to go? Like, what's happening? Okay, and so inside of this, this assessment of body, very easy to measure. That's why at the beginning of the year, every new year, you don't hear people say, oh, I'm gonna set up, I'm gonna set up a spiritual, spiritual challenge. Not too many people. Yes, some people read the Bible, they do something like that, but most people are setting what kind of challenge at the end of, end of the year heading into the beginning of a new year. They're sending fitness challenges, body challenges. Hey, I'm gonna lose some weight challenges. The second one that you tend to have is business. Right, which is people now saying, I'm going to make some money. I'm going to gather some dosh. I'm going to gather it together. And so we have these two ideas linked up together. We have the game of body and we have the game of business. But what is not easy to measure? Well, in my world, they were the two items that were clanging in the background. They were my sign in the back seat of the car. <sighs> like I had, and I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know. It's like I'm driving around on my G-Wagon. I got this clanging going on in my car for like a few days. And it's annoying me. Like, I'm getting pissed off. And I want to be angry at somebody. I want to be angry at somebody for the clanging of this, like, this flip chart board that's in my back of my car in the trunk. And I want to be pissed off at somebody because of it. Yet, inside of that, and inside of that experience, what I'm left with is what? I'm responsible for it. Guess who put the fucking sign in the back of the car? Me. I put it in there. What the hell, Garrett? Well, guess what? My being and my balance were out of whack. So I'm sitting here treating my body with respect. I'm building my business, at least trying. And I have this clanging in the background. And it wasn't something that was annoying that needed to be, quote, dealt with. It was a clanging that was trying to get my attention. This voice inside of me, God, the spirit, voice, Holy Ghost, Father, Jesus, whatever you want to call it, this voice was calling to me. It was calling to me inside and calling to me to be something. I couldn't hear it though, except for it sounded like a clanging in the background, just like the sign in the back of my car. Then in balance, my wife and my children asking me, begging me, pleading for me as their father and as, as their husband, to, to be there, to show up, to be connected, to be emotionally available. But guess what? I was not there also. Where was I? Well, I was off in La La Land. What was La La Land? Well, La La Land was this shit show of me not paying attention to the clanging in the back of my life. And the clanging was my being and my balance were out of whack. And crazy enough, they were impacting radically my experiences inside my body and my business. So we're going to keep going into this, and I'm going to take this a little bit further. We're going to go to verse 20. Uh, we're going to go to verse 24, page 241. Here we go. So when was that, verse 24, when was the last time you studied how to be a father? Like you studied your last marketing campaign. When was the last time you studied seduction of your wife the same way you studied seduction of a new prospect to buy the next product, service, or experience you're offering? When was the last time you entertained the reality, intensity, importance of sequencing inside your spiritual purpose and how you dealt with God? creating space in your life with the same intensity that you studied your taxes and your accounting inside of your business. 
When was the last time you took on your body and your fitness with the same intensity, managing with scrutiny, just like you would with ad spend in a marketing campaign? 25. For the first time in my life, I started to see these connections. I started to see that I had been playing half-ass in the way that I approached my life. I was, un, I, was undel, I was an undeliberate reactor to the way things went on with my body being balanced, but in business, I was much more specific. What I didn't see was my business could only climb as high as where the rest of my core four was at. In other words, I found that if I could take my body being in balance and bring them to a higher level, this in turn would create a domino effect for my business to rise as well. Verse 26. I'm going to submit to you a possibility that the fastest way to level up your bank account and your business as a businessman is to manage the areas of your life known as body being in balance. Your body and its lack or, or, uh, or increase of capacity affects your production. Your being affects your production. Your balance affects your production. So we enter into this conversation within the book. I break down into each of these core four areas and we begin to measure the game. 27, we will search for a way to win every single day. And as we dive into the core four conversation, understand that we're talking about a reverse engineer production strategy, a way to get paid, get laid, and a way to make life work while having it all. It's possible, but we're going to have to open your mind up. So here in this particular section we call the core, we're going to dive deep into each one of these four areas and break them down into their two sub areas. We're going to make sure that you fully understand what we're talking about inside of core four. Not only that, but how do we actually win in each of these areas every single day? Now, I want you to come back to this. I want you to, there was one statement in this I want to come back to. And I'm going to read it to you right here. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm going to submit to you. Okay, here it is. A possibility that the fast way to level this is verse 26. I'm going to submit to you that you that the pos, that submit to you a possibility that the fastest way to level up your bank account and your business as a businessman is to manage the areas of your life known as body being about. Right? And that you won't you will never raise your body or raise your business to a standard that's higher than your other three domains. Not for long. Not for long. Take, take, for example, I live in a county here in Orange County, 80% divorce rates, 80% divorce rate. Almost every single person you talk to has been divorced at least once. It's not everybody, but there, I mean, divorce is just, it happens like crazy here, right? And people say, well, why does divorce happen like crazy here? What is a divorce all about? Well, divorce itself is a, is a commitment to search down and hunt down what? A new possibility. But what people don't understand is you take all these businessmen that focus on build and build and build and build and build. And then they're surprised by the fact their wives want a divorce. And then their wives inside the state of California take 60, 70% of what they built. And I'm like, dude, do you not recognize that some of the most expensive shit you'll ever do is ignore your family? Even if we weren't even talking about divorce, even if that wasn't even the conversation we were having, even if that wasn't the focus and the direction that we were taking, even if that was not the case, like, do you understand? I want you just to look at this following idea, which is your money will never be able to outpace what you do with the rest of your life. One of the areas of your life is an anchor. Your body, probably your anchor right now. If it's not your body, maybe it's being. That your spiritual purpose and disconnection with yourself and God feels weak. Okay, maybe it's something dealing with engaging inside of balance. Your marriage isn't working. Your relationship and conversations are your sexuality is out of whack. Right? There's some crazy shit going on there. Maybe you and your kids are disenfranchised. You don't talk and speak. Maybe in business, you're struggling with money and managing your business and growing it. Regardless, though, the summary of this is very simple. We're about to dive into the core four. 
And our summary for today inside the General's Tent is this. Point number one, the core becomes the next step, the next gradual action we begin to move into a practical formation of results inside this conversation of the code. Point two, when you do not live in harmony, the universe will collapse the ideas down the areas to meet the lowest level of capacity in four areas. You become nothing more than a mere reflection of who you are currently being. Point three, with reverse engineered production, the various parts of the core four, body being balanced and business, overlap and interweave to enhance or take away from the other, depending on how it's utilized. And point number four, the fastest way to level up your bank account and your business as a businessman is to manage areas of your life known as core four in this game. So the principle we started with is the clanging in the background of your life, you need to clean it up. And core four gives you the ability to clean up the clanging, to legitimately clean it up. And that's where we're going to head for the next week or so here inside the Daily Fuel. But for today, that brings us to a conclusion. This is Garrett J. White signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.